What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello and good day. Welcome back to another episode of the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. Today is a very special day. The day that I'm recording this is my brother's birthday. Or it would be my brother's birthday if he were still with us. But he is not. Because he made the decision to take his life and leave this world. Um, just about two years ago and being away from my nieces and nephew on his birthday this year because of the pandemic is much more difficult than I had anticipated. I realized that I needed to see them. I want to be there for them and I want to be supportive of them and I want to be present in their life. More so now because they don't have him and I feel like I am the the closest kind of representation of him, whether that is true or not. But I realize that I, I also need them. Um, so it's really hard not being able to be with them today on his birthday. But that brings me to a little bit more about why I do what I do when I do what I do here. But really, uh, it was after I last lost my brother that I started thinking really hard about how I wanted to live my life and what I wanted to be doing with my life. And I realized that I have so much information from my interest in psychology and neuroscience and my education in those areas, as well as my lived experiences with trauma and anxiety and stress and how those affected my life and the way that I've lived it. And I want to share those things with people because I want people to know that they have options. I want people to know about how their body and brain work so that they know how to better manage and control themselves. I want people to know that there are things that they can do to participate in their lives to help with things like anxiety and depression and stress. Um, Because there is so much that we can do to participate. And those are not things that we are often told about. We're not well educated on how we as individuals, as human beings can take part in our healing or be actively participating in healing and becoming well and being proactive to maintain our moods and our brain function and our mental health. Um, so I want to share those things because it is possible. And something my brother always used to say to me, uh, he was never very tactful. Um, to be honest, he was kind of a huge asshole, but that stemmed from um, his own trauma and feelings about himself and his life. And he didn't know how to express himself very well. And so he kind of took his anger out on other people. And I am incredibly familiar with that because I spent a long time in my life doing the same thing. Um, when I was in junior high, 
not so much in high school, but when I was in junior high, I was very, very angry and um, just really hated myself and hated my life. And I didn't have an outlet for that. And so I took it out on other people and I was really, really mean. I was just one of those angry, mean girls. Um, And that is really unfortunate. Those are not happy memories for me. I feel awful that I had a negative impact in people's lives in that way. Um, But that is part of my story. And I have more compassion for that girl now because I understand why she was so angry. And I have more of an understanding of why she treated people the way that she did. She had no, she had no one to kind of be there to guide her and, and help her to heal and express her emotions and learn how to feel her emotions and how to navigate the world in, in a, a healthy and appropriate way. And so I did the best that I could. And now here we are. Anyways, uh, my brother used to say to me all the time <laughs> that I needed to have more confidence and believe in myself. Only it was more like, why do you have some fucking confidence and just like believe in yourself more? Get some fucking confidence. Because that's how he would talk. And he was outwardly incredibly confident in his abilities. And I know that that may have been very, very different from how he actually felt on the inside. That's something I'll never know. But the appearance of being incredibly confident made him very successful in his life. He had two very successful careers. He was in the armed forces and did... Uh, very well there. I didn't know actually until his funeral when his commanding officer spoke at his funeral um, how successful he was and that he was a leader in the field that he worked in. Um, So that was really cool to learn. But something I always really admired about my brother was that he, he wanted to fly planes and he was told that he could not get a pilot's license through the air force because he had a DUI when he was younger. And so that, um, automatically disqualified him. And so he said, okay. And instead he went and got his private pilot's license and flew around tiny planes just because he really wanted to. When we were kids, he would always, he had those like giant model airplanes that like remote controlled or radio controlled. I don't really know the difference. Anyways, those like model airplanes, you can actually like fly and there are like runways for them. People get really into it. He had those and he would build them. And so he was always kind of into that. So I was always really proud that he took the initiative to do what he wanted to do, even though it was kind of a pivot and it wasn't exactly what he wanted. He still made a way to, he found a way to make it work and still get what he wanted, which was his pilot's license and to be able to fly planes. And I always really admired that. And I looked at his life and it seemed like he really had just everything going on. He had a beautiful family. He had a beautiful home. He had, he made a ton of money and bought fancy expensive things. And none of that ultimately mattered because he was incredibly unhappy in his life. And when he decided to take his life, it really made me think about things that matter in life. And at that point, I was going through, I was in a job I was really unhappy with, and I was just going through a lot of changes in my own life. And it really made me think about what actually matters 
And so much of the things that we spend our time and energy worrying about and stressing about, things that other people think, keeping up with expectations of anyone except for ourselves, there's just so much that we focus our energy and attention on that doesn't ultimately matter in any way. And that really hit me hard when I lost him. I realized that most things just don't fucking matter. And what I mean by that is the time that we spend worrying about what other people think of us, the energy that we spend worrying about what other people think about us. What if they think I'm stupid? What if they don't think I'm good enough? What if they don't like me? What if they do like me? What if I embarrass myself? All of these things that just don't matter because what other people think is none of our business or the time and effort we spend chasing all of the objects, all of the things that, again, just don't mean anything. The bigger house, the bigger car, the fancy car, the boat, the brand name things, just all of the things... We're very concerned with our things here, and none of that means anything at all. What's important is really just your health and the love you share with other people. Everything else is just a bonus. I think 2020 has been a reminder for a lot of people about what's really important. Uh, We've had a lot of time to sit with ourselves, which can be really uncomfortable if that's not something that you're used to doing. It takes practice and sitting with yourself can illuminate things that maybe you don't like about yourself or things about the way that you live that you don't like, that you're not super happy with. And 2020 has been full of all kinds of loss. And I think that for a lot of us, it has made us really, again, reflect on what is really important, our health and our loved ones and Everything else kind of falls in line under that. And so if you've made it this far, I I applaud you. This has not been the most energetic and uplifting episode that I've ever done. Um, but <laughs> I think that what I want to say here is just that we don't need to wait for something tragic to be able to change those things that we want to change in our lives. We don't have to wait for something tragic or some huge event in our life to show us that we need to change, to give us the opportunity. We have the opportunity to change, to make different decisions, to start doing the things that we want to be doing, to start becoming the person that we want to become every single day, every moment of every day. And I think that that is really the magical thing when you can make that decision at any time and you utilize that power and opportunity and make that decision without something tragic, without having some crazy major life event kind of knock you on your ass. That's what it took for me. And that's what it takes for a lot of people. But I'm just here to tell you it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to wait until there is no other option for you because you deserve to start doing the things that you want to do. You deserve to start becoming the person that you want to be. You deserve to start building the habits you want to start building right now. You deserve that. You deserve to create the life that you want to have and create the person that you want to be right this moment. And there's nothing to wait for. There's no New Year's, New You bullshit that we are sold at the beginning of every new year. And don't get me wrong, I I appreciate the New Year reflection. 
because it's just a point in time where you can nail down and kind of look at the last year and see what has happened. And if you, it gives you the opportunity to assess, is this where I want to be? Is this where I want to be going? Is this working? Is this not working? And look at all of those things and kind of make those adjustments and celebrate all of the things that did go right and the things that, um, all of the wins throughout the year. But you don't have to wait for New Year's. You don't have to wait for something tragic. You get to do that, make those decisions to change, to pick up a new habit, to start the thing, to stop the thing. At literally any moment in your day, you can make those decisions. And start small. You don't dive into becoming a completely different person overnight, nor should that be the goal. But if you do have lofty goals of changing some part of your life in a drastic way, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen a week. It will start to happen within a year. And so with that, you have to create those habits that are small and tangible so that you can celebrate the little wins so you can feel good about them and then continue to build upon it. But you have to start somewhere. And the habits that we have enforce who we think we are. The habits that we have are aligned with our identity and who we believe ourselves to be. Every time we take an action, every time we do something, we are putting a vote in for who we want to be. If you want to be a reader, but you don't read books, your habits are not aligned with who you believe yourself to be. If you believe yourself to be a reader and you read, then your habits are aligned with who you believe yourself to be or who you would like to be, to become. And this doesn't mean that if you do something or don't do something once in a while, it doesn't mean you have to read every day to be a reader. It doesn't mean that if you don't read for a day or for a week, that you're not. Because our life is made up of what we do most often, not what we do sometimes or every now and again, or what we want to do. We are made up of what we do most often. Our life is made up of what we do most often. And so we have to just make those practices consistent and dedicate ourselves to practicing the building of those habits. And in order to do that, I think that takes a level of honesty with ourselves. We really have to kind of dig deep and think about what it is that we are willing to sacrifice for the things that we want, how much we want the things that we want in our life and what we're willing to sacrifice for it. And again, that takes a level of real honesty that doesn't feel good sometimes to realize that, okay, I say that I want this thing. I say that I want, because it's an easy example, I say that I want to get fit. I want to become stronger. I want to stick to my workout routine. But I don't like to get up early enough to do that. I like to sleep in or I like to watch TV and I'm not willing to compromise that time or whatever the excuse is. Because in order to be dedicated to something, you have to be willing to cut off those excuses, whatever it is. As much as you say you want something, if you're not willing to really get in there and step out of your comfort zone and look for the opportunities to accomplish what you want to accomplish and not just the excuses of what is standing in your way, it's not going to happen. That's kind of shitty to hear that, but, but that's it. If you are not willing to kind of sacrifice the comforts in order to go after whatever it is that you are wanting to implement into your life or whatever you 
practices you're trying to increase or decrease or the changes that you're trying to make, you have to be serious about them. And and that takes a level of honesty and that takes commitment and that takes dedication and that takes sacrificing some of the shit you may not want to sacrifice. But again, you have to ask yourself, how much do I want this other thing? All right, this is getting really long, but because this is the last episode of 2020, it's got me thinking about goals, reflecting on the year. And again, today's my brother's birthday, which is always, um, causes me a lot of reflection. And so I wanted to share some of that with you. So with that, I guess I just want to leave you with the idea that all you need is to believe in yourself in order to do whatever it is that you want to do in life. And I want you to have an understanding that so many of the things that we stress out about, the things that we think matter, the things that we spend our time and energy and anxiety and stress on just really in the end, ultimately don't mean anything. They have no value when it really comes down to it. Your health and the people that you love, those are the things that really matter in this life. And if you want to change something in this coming year or ever, right now is the perfect time to start. You don't have to wait for a new year, a new month, a new day. You certainly don't have to wait for something tragic or a major life event. You deserve to have everything that you want and you deserve to have the life that you want and you deserve to be living as the person that you want to be. But that only comes with your decision to do so. And you get to decide that at any point starting right now. All right, y'all, I'm going to leave it there because I feel like I'm rambling now. But as always, I am incredibly incredibly grateful that you choose to join me here and to give me this piece of your precious, precious time. Seriously, so grateful. Thank you so much. I am wishing everyone a wonderful and safe new year. None of us know what 2021 is going to bring. I think that this year has shown us that the expectations we have and the plans that we have are um, pretty inconsequential to the universe. But um, either way, I'm excited to see it. And I am wishing you all the very best, sending all of my love. Cheers. Happy New Year to you. I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.